Yeah, but that's only for headphones, and so you don't need to do a lot in post. But essentially, you'll never ruin a podcast again. Uh, have you ever ruined one? And have, you've done we'll see, about last night for how many minutes, years? So let's see if I can ruin this one. Uh, for about five or six years. Five or six years. Have yeah. you ever lost a recording or, or gotten through Oh, yeah. It? Rob Schneider's episode. To this day, I still lose sleep over it. So what happened? Almost two hours at his place. It took us about a year and a half. Sometimes you try to book. Are we going? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you try to... Uh, get guests and it takes a little bit longer. People were busy. Sure. Rob Schneider is a movie star. Yes. There's um there's a fine balance. And, and you don't pay him to be on the podcast, right? No. But you're paying me, right? Of course. No, it was, you know what's funny? Your assistant did ask for money. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. She doesn't know we're friends. By the way, ex-assistant. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened there? Not, and not my assistant, uh, my manager's assistant. Manager and I split amicably about three days ago. Damn. So right now you, you don't have a manager? Jesus Christ, dude. We're just really Wait, deep diving into you don't have a manager the... right now? No. That's surprising. You you got a couple lined up, I bet. You have some meetings, meetings yeah. yeah. I got an agent and, and, and uh, voiceover people, got okay, a stand-up guy. But yeah, so a manager also- Back to this. It's, you need a manager. You need somebody. It, I don't have anything. So. That's fine. Yeah. You will. Maybe. Yeah, you will. Maybe. Not with that attitude. <laughs> it's all, look, you. Henry Winkler told me very early on, uh, that his You son, can't just name drop Henry Winkler without saying how you know Henry Winkler. I was Winkler. about to, and then I thought, should I, or should I just let yeah, that simmer and see how Ari responds? <laughs> you can't just and say, you took the bait. Henry Winkler told me once oh, upon shit. a time. Was that okay? Oh, yeah. I just pulled the headphone. By the way, um, for those of you watching at home, and you're like, does Ari set up booby traps for his uh, podcast guests? <laughs> set it all It's up. like the set from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> um, it's a work in progress. Max Winkler, Henry Winkler's son, uh, now big-time Hollywood movie director, once was a fraternity brother of mine at API at USC, where I went to acting school. And that's school. the Jewish fraternity, right? Wow, dude. You're so nervous around Jews, you can't even say Jewish fraternity. I just think Jews are a little bit gross. But anyway, continue. <laughs> They're inbred. You know that, right? What? Jewish people are inbred. What? You didn't know that? What? Jewish people, the reason why they're prone to awkwardness, bigger noses, weird tendencies, awkward neurosis, it's because they were inbred as people. So Henry Winkler's son was in my fraternity, and and so we became buds, and then he, uh, Henry, I met him. For over parents weekend when he came to the fraternity and, and it was pretty on a weekend and there were a lot of uh, people around the house at that uh, afternoon. He walks in, he sees me, he goes, excuse me, son. I go, whoa, what's up, man? You know, just not very much like, and yeah. he, goes, he goes, I know, you know, just recognizing like it's me. Very sweet, big smile on his face. And he goes, I have my son Max's laundry here. Will you please hold on to it for me and make sure nothing happens to it? I know he's not here right now. Will you hold on to it for me? I go, for sure, dude. And it is an honor to meet you. Um, he goes, you're welcome. This is, thank you. Um, please don't do anything weird with the, with his clothes. I go, what do you mean? He goes, don't shit on his clothes. I swear to God. And I go, 
shit on his clothes. I go, Mr. Wayne, why? He goes, we're in a fraternity. I don't know what you guys do. Shitting on clothes seems like something that would be, uh, you know, at least number three on the list of things to do. Now, for is a fraternity. he trying to be funny or is he just super neurotic? I, you know, no, a both. little bit of both. Yeah. And then I, uh, and then I go, you have my word, Henry Winkler, that I will not shit on your son's clothes. And by the way, I never thought I would say that sentence out loud. He starts laughing and he goes, thank you. And then, uh, I see him at, I, uh, and some sort of fraternity event and he goes, thank you so much for not shitting on Max's clothes with a big smile on his face. And then, uh, you know, I was the only actor in the fraternity. So yeah. he took a, an extra liking to me, gave me his number, said, anytime you have advice, got me a job interning on Hollywood squares when he was producing it in, uh, early 2000s. That's There's awesome. One, Have you had him on the podcast? Uh, in November, finally going to. And okay. I was going to bring that up actually at one point in discussing the Rob Schneider episode that we lost from a, an audio malfunction, but the booking takes a minute sometimes. And that Rob took two years. Henry has now taken almost five years. I asked him when we started the podcast, which we're now coming up on 500 episodes, about five or six years ago. And it's now taken that long How do you to happen. Go, let me ask at you the, this. It, Wait, isn't that crazy? Started the podcast, asked him as one of the five first years. guests. yeah. And now Brad's going to leave in December, and ALN will, by, by the way, continue on and continue upwards. And uh, Henry's going to do it at the end of it. It could only go upwards from Brad. Too bad that, you, that joke was so early in the pod, because that's how you should close it. Can you take this part and put it at the end? Or I'll just repeat the joke. A joke's better when you hear it the second time. I'll just we'll, say we'll it see. again at the end. We'll see. I need to set you up, though. Okay. There's no context, and you just do it so. free balling. That doesn't, I mean, to be honest, getting Henry, taking five years to get Henry Winkler is not surprising to me. Not when you have a uh, close personal relationship with him. I guess. Oh, but I was going to ask you this. But it's all timing. You ha Again, there's a fine balance between, and I've found this out the hard way sometimes, where between being proactive and trying to, because we don't, you know, I book the show. Brad's gotten us people, but I, it's like. Overall, when, you're the yeah. booker. And so there's a, a balance between like. Is that your least favorite part of doing the podcast, the booking? What's your least favorite no, part No, because I podcast? know my intention. And a lot of people are, it's also, you don't ask, you don't get like, shit, man. Uh, you know, was I, was Sandra Bullock, you know, she'd never done one. And it was like, I know I'm going to ask at some point, but it's all timing. I didn't want to just do it out of the blue. I waited till we were, you know, just texting out of the blue and, and just about some bullshit. And then was like, oh, you know, like, let's do it. Instead of just, uh, if you haven't seen somebody in a while and you just do it, same thing with, with Henry. It's like, I want to, when something organically happens and there's a reason to bring it up versus just like, right. hey, can you do this for me? But then again, there are people in my, in my life that I can do that to that are, that, that know like, yeah, like it's. Um, See, for me, it's my least favorite part is asking. You get used why, to it though. That's why I have, uh, well, I, I didn't even book you. I said, I said to my booker, get me Adam Ray. Oh my God. And that's why he went through the assistant and the assistant didn't know we were friends because she was going through the booker. What did she so say? She said, Wait, what was the she quote? was nice. It wasn't, it was all friendly. It was all over email, but she doesn't She's know. She's great. That, she also is very new. Yeah. And she doesn't know that we know each other. So she just said, is Adam going to be constant, uh, compensated for transportation? That's all. So she, okay. she was inquired to get money. That's to hey, her doing I a good job. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. She's she, a go-getter. She, uh, she will crush it in this business because she's very a attentive to detail. But um, yeah. And oh, I had said, I known so, that, I would have so my had you booker paid for my said, Uber today. So my booker said, of course, you know, we'll we'll compensate Adam for his, his Uber or gas or whatever. And then I said to him, hey, in the future, <laughs> don't offer compensation because. Uh, By the way, I came from Burbank today. I, I said, I said, I know <laughs> I've like known Adam long Uber. enough. I go where I'm not, I'm not paying Adam a goddamn dime. <laughs> 
and I, we don't have to be an asshole I, about it. And I said, so I said, Hey, it's all good. We're going to, we're going to pay Adam. We're gonna, it's all good. He said, he's like, Hey, if you want, you could take it out of my, my pay for booking. And I said, no, you're still getting paid, but just for the future, you know, talk about that stuff ahead of time because I don't pay, I don't pay people, anyone. I don't pay anyone a goddamn thing. This you is shouldn't. my, this is my garage. Yep. And in fact, I don't think nobody was debating me. whose garage it was. <laughs> well, I rent it. No it's one's not walking actually, by I this garage, by the way, mine. going, hey, whose garage is that? Oh, a follow-up question on Henry Winkler. Yeah. When you were getting to know Henry, did his son care at all that you fanboyed out about his dad? Or did he like it? I didn't really fanboy out. I kept it pretty cool. But Max, but, you know, it, like, Max did, and I were so cool at that point that right, he... Right, didn't care. Oh, when when I... You're saying like when I developed a friendship with Max, did I like, like go, man, your you dad's. Know, you pro- yeah. If, if, if Max is around and you said to him, man, I love your dad. Like you're pretty cool, but your dad, oh my God, I love you know him. What? Does I he think, care about that? No, but I also think I did it in a, um, you know, pretty calm manner where I, uh, we had gotten to be homies for a little bit. And then I think I was like, dude, do you just have like insane story? Like what sort of happy days tales did he ever divulge? And then we kind of laugh about it, smoke a blunt. And then he t- tells, you know, what I'm like, so if you don't um, do it out of the gate again, it's like having a little bit of tax, dude. Of course. Yeah. But uh, for example, um, Adam Sandler's nephew. Yeah. Tyler. Uh, not Tyler. Uh, Oh, Jared, Jared. Yeah. So nice. So great, cool. Great kid. Uh, you know, friends, cool guy. See him around the comedy yeah. scene. I just don't bring up, I just don't bring up Adam Sandler, not because I don't want to, just because like he's his own person. I, he's probably it's cool doesn't, move. Want, doesn't cool want to, to do hear that. about that. Let shit. him bring it up. Yeah, and he does, but <laughs> yeah. but of course, in my head, you know, I'm like, tell me a crazy story, you know, something like that. And, but, and a time, and a time will probably happen where that'll come up. You know, it's yeah. always better to let it happen organically. Oh, and then my other question is, so you said it's taken. Took two years to get Rob Schneider. Yeah, five years to get Henry Winkler. Yeah. Now you're you're not afraid to ask people for something. No, I would say I think you I, know not not you have you know you're you're great about it. Not that uh, you know there's the aggressive move. I wouldn't say yeah. you're overly aggressive. Yeah. But you're not afraid to say, hey, could you help me out with this? Something like that. It depends. So, it, so when Rob Schneider, the first time you asked him, goes, yeah. hey, I'm busy. How long did you wait to ask him again? Well, I went through his assistant who I'd gotten to be friends with. And so his assistant was, you also read the room with whoever you're dealing with. And he was very uh, willing to make it happen. And he was, it was on it. So I didn't feel, so there was less pressure to, about being assertive, but like, it's all on you. It's not the top of his list, but he was like, let's make it happen. He goes, what are some dates? I go, these are the dates. He goes, can't do those. Then we found one. Then a shooting came up. And then he said, check back in in a couple months. Uh, I, I did. He's like, can't busy now. And then said, give me some dates coming up. And then it's on you truly. Cause he never emailed me as, and it shouldn't be like that to be like, Hey, Rob's sitting here waiting to do the podcast. Can you guys come over now? But sometimes it does, you know? So I just kept having to follow up and, uh, but not like every week. Like even sometimes people would say like we had Jason Drulo on and he goes, check in with me in, I think it was May. And I met him in November. I checked in like March, you know? Just to kind of uh, now what? Because uh, I know that he was giving May. There's no rhyme or reason to that. He was just like, Yo, when the give recording it a beat. for Rob got messed up. First off, whose fault was it? Mine. Your fault. Okay. Well, because my you, my laptop was wrong? okay. Oh, this is at the time we were recording direct to the laptop. Yeah, and the laptop Still do that. messed up. 
Oh, you do? Well, no, to the Zoom. But the laptop, here's what it was. It was my laptop, first of all, was needed to be upgraded, updated, all that. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, would take the uh, memory card from the Zoom that we mm -hmm. recorded on because we were on location at Rob's place. And it was such a great episode, dude. I mean, he, it, it took a minute to get on the books and then we did. And it was just like so worth the wait. The stories, talking about writing Deuce Bigelow. It was Bigelow, everything you could have wanted. Like, you know, and say, like, yeah, dude, it's, it's stand-up stories. He was, he had a good time. He kept talking about how much fun it was after and how he would do it again. And, and, um, and it was a big, get. it's, it would still be yeah. a big get now. But I remember at that time I was very pumped because sure. I'm not one to, uh, you know, forget like, you know, yeah. Like Rob's a little older. He's not in movies the way he was, mm -hmm. but like, you're a, you're kind of a shithead if you decide to just go oh but he didn't have a killer run like of oh he's of a movie big star. movies he's a movie star do you know how bonkers that is to even get he's a legend one good movie dude he's uh he had four five rob six, schneider maybe? rob schneider he's a recognizable figure crushed on snl but like truly to transition and yeah sandler had a big part of that but rob Doesn't was matter. like a funny he was his he own could man sell at one point movies dude that yeah. is crazy so um and and a lot of ones that i really liked and uh so messed up did yeah. you so I tried to, I, I put the uh, memory card in the uh, card reader, plugged into the laptop and then uh, dragged the um, uh, file, file, uh, usually drag it from the uh, SD card to the computer, to the computer on the hard drive. I tried to drag it straight on from the, when it pops up in the finder from the uh, card, uh -huh. uh, right to, um, oh no, I tried to edit it from the card. No, I tried to drag it. Onto a hard drive? No, right into was we transferring the files to the guy who was going to post them from the card? Yeah, so messed up. And I dragged it from the memory card to like we transfer, right? And it just went, pfft, literally, just like oh, disintegrated dis and disappeared. It just, yeah, and th like, and my heart stopped. Did you try to recover it? Oh yeah, and dude. couldn't. Damn. Okay, so now, so we tried to get him again, and he was yeah. just like, "It's going to be a beat, man." And then I haven't tried since, but I will probably ask him again. Uh, in this new so he knows it was messed up no he knows it was lost <laughs> no, he okay as i was gonna say yeah. I, I was gonna so, say i think the move is to pretend like no i just said he was so great, great. you want to yeah, come on back yeah please come back yeah of course that's what i did okay good you're well, good wait, i fucked up can you do it again <laughs> who wants to hear that who would ever go back and do it again which by the way that actually did i would i know dude and you think Jews not for are weird. you but for most people I yeah would. yeah for um, you i'd say no that's I I just I knew again. I knew where that sentence was headed. I just look, it's good to fist bump every now and then just to like <laughs> for morale purposes. But I, I lost a, a chunk of an episode with Eliza once and she Schlesinger. Yep, Schlesinger. Is there another Eliza? Man Eliza Manelli. Traeger. Lisa Traeger. Lisa Traeger. And I said Manelli. Eliza Manelli? Eliza. No, it's Liza. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How often but, has this I mean, conversation if you, happened? If you mess up a recording with the Liza Schlesinger, can't you just add in kind of a bunch of sound effects and noises and people won't notice? Boy, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that simmer for a minute. That's on you. <laughs> no, she came right back. She uh, lived close by to where I was living. And, and you she, guys are friends. Yeah, homies. Yeah. And so she came right back and we uh and we did another actually more time and it was it was great. So but uh again, this is why like where about last night podcast, my podcast, uh, where it goes when Brad leaves in December, I'm very excited about because I finally won't have to be in charge of any of this stuff. And I can just sit back and do the show, which, um, you know, is fine, but it gets in the way. I mean, you know, 
Oh yeah, no, I mean right you now. I'm thinking, right this- now I'm thinking about: Is the recorder still going? Is everything working according to plan? I'm thinking about this angle too. Do we look good? Oh yeah. Should I should I face this way? This or? is. It doesn't matter. I kind of like sitting like this. This is just this camera is just Shouldn't for fun. Fa- facing it's, the people camera? are just listening. Oh really? The video that people just like to know that the video is there, but no one's really watching us. Unless it's Rogan. No one's, no one's focusing in on our facial expressions to watch it. Yeah, well, it's we've background got- stuff. This is just background. All right. Same thing with Rogan. No one's sitting there intensely watching Rogan's face. I don't think so. Yeah. I could be wrong though. Boy, that that guy's uh truly got the ultimate podcast studio, huh? Like yeah. what would you do? Like when you see a studio like Rogan's, what do you agree with that you would also um the location the room itself the layout i the only thing i disagree with in rogan studio is his equipment what do you mean i would change his uh his record his audio recorder and his cameras wow yeah to nicer shit to nicer shit why isn't he doing that uh i think he's not insanely tech savvy and he just puts a lot of trust in his guy and i think his guy does a great job he does jamie jamie does a great job but I think it could be maybe, even, it could be even better. Maybe also he doesn't want to have it up on this bigger it is what it is, you know, maybe it's I mean it looks good, it's fine like It's fine, but he could make that thing in with and still make money on the episode cuz he makes several hundred thousand dollars an episode from what I understand. Probably not too much more of an investment to just get a few That's what nicer I mean. cameras. You get a few nicer cameras few different and angles. it would be he could make it a television show. I know that's what I'm saying. What well, is? Yeah. But you but yeah. know what I mean? Like a TV quality, oh, yeah, Netflix dude. quality. A really cool, like, you know, Easily. intro too with that studio. Just shoot a little B-roll stuff just to make yeah, a little. Yeah, get a really fancy intro. Get a crossbow getting with the pictures of people that he posts. But also it's, you know, people don't, I don't think People like the that. simplicity people of it. People do like the simplicity yeah, of it. Yeah, that's part of the Sometimes charm. Sometimes I think you can overdo, overthink, overedit. Part of the charm is, oh my God, it's just a conversation between two people. It's not a produ- highly produced show. And it's show. raw. Yeah. But still, I would... Personally, if it was mine, if I had a million dollars, okay, I would have the nicest possible. Well, you're not Brent Middlecombe, right? That's right. Wow, how crazy! We know a millionaire. Yeah, I mean, after taxes, but if I was Brenton Middlecombe, what would you do with that cash? If I was Brenton Middlecombe himself, I would just pay off my house because he just bought a house, right before it. So I would just pay it off so my mortgage. And then what is nothing? Well, then I'd be broke again because a house in LA is at least a million dollars. Damn. All right, what you if know, you didn't have the house? You're a homeowner. You're a millionaire. You're a millionaire. Fuck that. You're a millionaire. No way, dude. Uh, yeah, you are. No, I'm not. You're being modest. Look I wish at, I wish I You was, don't want dude. people to know. If I was a millionaire, I'd be very vocal about it, dude. In assets, you own a house. I own a condo. In Los Angeles. It's a, it's a condo, right? Is it a, you pay an HOA fee? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a house. I've never been oh. over. I just heard it. I ain't trying it. to move to the valley. I'm, uh, I like this I like, area, too. I like Hollywood. Yeah, I like Hollywood. Moving to the Valley is a, look, if you want, if you got kids, you're having kids, mm-hmm. you want a yard, do it. House is cool. I don't need a shit ton of space. I don't want more rooms than I, this is also yeah. for me now. I bet in five years. Yeah. You'll outgrow it. Maybe. Yeah. Sell I it. actually, so right now I have a two bedroom apartment and it's nice. It has everything I need. You're being modest. It's like a studio with like a big kitchen, but go on. That would be the opposite of modest. That means I'm bragging. Right. Yeah, no, I have a two nice. It's a spacious two bedroom apartment. It yeah. has a little. It's great patio. That was a joke. Your place I, rules. I, but For I this rent. area, I'm a renter and I have a good deal. But I want to downsize. I want to get my dream is to get a van and live in a Mercedes Sprinter van. Oh no! Yeah, it's my dream. What? Yeah. Why? 
it's got, have you seen some of these? These, by the way, these are $100,000 vans. These are super nice. You go in, it's got a little sink, a little full-size bed in the back. It's got everything you need. What if it got, what if you got house jacked? Somebody stole your, your, your car house. I'll put a GPS tracker on it and I'll go hunt them down and take my house Okay, back. yeah. What is it? Not Alexa. What's the, um, the car, the, what is it? The service? There's like a OnStar. OnStar. I'll get whatever the equivalent is to that from Mercedes and I'll put it in there. Would you I'll, have it be your voice or would you be the, the security pipes that they If uh, they have include? an option to have my own voice, yeah. I'll do that. But if not, I'll accept. Can I make a suggestion? Your voice. Or uh, <laughs> any other voice. You don't think I have an intimidating voice? I think you. Did you not hear what you just said? Even just that sentence coming out of you. <laughs> I mean, I am from I'm from Guess an what? inbred family, so my voice is a little bit. Your voice isn't not intimidating. Inbred. It's just not. Um, if it wasn't inbred, it'd be intimidating. It's 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 a comfy. I'd listen if you were gonna read like an audiobook. Funny I enough, I just wrote my first children's book. Did you I've really? Been, yeah, and I've been meaning to make an audiobook version. I could listen of it. to about three to four minutes of it before. That's a, I think it's a. Eight page book. It'll that's be, all you need. Yeah, it'll be three or four minutes. Um, that's dope. So that's your dream to live in a van. Wow, that's the ultimate dream for Good me. For you, at least right now. We'll see. Maybe I'll do that for a year, and then I'll be like, hey, I want a house. I did see something, an article published a while ago about millennials truly making that their thing. Right, that's like the next generation where I just apartments like and houses are a thing of the past. The more stuff I have, the more problems it brings up. You know, you you have in a condo. You know, the light bulb breaks, the sink, you need plumbing issues. If you just have the bare minimum, your life is simple. You're happy. You don't have expenses. This is why I don't have a ton of rooms and a ton of stuff. I mean, I do have stuff that I'm trying to get rid of because I'm a Jew and I'm a, I think it's a part of your nature to Speaking be a of, hoarder. Speaking uh, you know? of Jewishness, of all the things you do, there's a question I wanted to ask you. Oh. You do a lot of things. You do stand up. You're an actor. Yeah. You do a lot of voiceover work. Yep. You did I leave anything else? I'm podcast podcaster. Uh, mm -hmm. Right, obviously a writer. Yeah, but you're not. Have you done a lot of writing jobs? A handful. Wrote uh, on Punked. Wrote on Mystery Science Theater. Wrote um, on Adam Devine's House Party. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. So writer too. Of all these things, cartoons. What is your most steady and most financially lucrative uh, lane? Voiceover. Voiceover. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. And so what's uh, how that followed by out? a close second by calf modeling for JC Penny uh, back to school. Catalogs. Did you actually do a calf modeling for JC Penny? Yeah. So about eight years ago, I was uh, jogging um, down. I went back down to USC where I went to acting school. Is this a real of, story? Yep. Yeah, to tour okay. the campus, and uh, you know, I, when I was in probably eighth or ninth grade, I was living with my dad in Arizona. My folks had split, and uh, he was living down there, so I was staying down there. Uh, and they're for still the summer. broken up. Yeah, both remarried. Yeah. All good. And do you like your stepdaddy and mommy? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about the way you, you said that, stepdaddy and mommy. And you I was like, do you, say, just, do you I, say hi, stepdaddy, when you see yeah. him? I call him George. And I call would, her if Renee. you said, hey, stepdaddy, how would he respond? <laughs> he go, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he's, he's like West Point grad, had a paper out since he was seven. <laughs> All about the puns. Dude, you should I call film him Big yourself pun. continuously calling him stepdaddy. Oh, God. That makes me so uncomfortable just hearing you say that. <laughs> he bought about, me. How would stepmommy react if you said, hey, stepmommy? Oh, God, dude. All right. Can we switch gears? <laughs> I've never been more uncomfortable in a garage. And I got kidnapped and molested when I was seven. Is um, that true? No. Oh, just trying good. to make a Thank bad God. joke, dude. 
Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for the molesting. You know, there's people that molesting have, have been molested. Yeah. I've met, I've, I think I've met. You're right. Them. It's not fun to joke about, but um, look, I've had bad I've things kn- happen I to me. Just, I can. I used to think that like that was a thing on TV shows, but no, that really happens. Being molested? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've met three or four of them. Victims. Victims. Yeah. This is probably the part of the show where your audience decides if they want to continue listening or not. I don't think anyone's still listening. <laughs> oh, God. Who's <laughs> cameras even on? I do this podcast on? for me just to connect with people. I'm okay with that. My only social interaction. What does that say to you about the people that make time to come connect with you? They're they're uh, really generous. Yeah. And they they're like you. That should say something a lot like to you about you. I have I have several friends. I am not at a level where I get asked to do every podcast, but you get a, a decent amount. amount. Yeah. yeah. And I don't do them all. Thank you. I want to do yours. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. You could have told I, me I have five listeners. Oh, yeah. Two of them are stepdaddies. One of them <laughs> is a uh, is the guy who, who I leases get my garage. I want to stepdaddy just so I could have one more listener for the podcast. Hilarious. What the calf story? I interrupted your calf yeah, story. Yeah. So uh, I was jogging around SC um, and, uh, you know, there was a soccer practice going on when my buddies play on the team. The cross practice was happening. Started working out. When I Point being, when I was in Arizona with my dad at that time in eighth grade, I he worked all summer. So I went to this country club and went to the gym every day and just lifted and worked out and played tennis and did the Stairmaster a lot and got insanely muscular Pit. calves. Yeah. yeah and in, in great shape, obviously, but, and your, you know, your metabolism at that age is, is bonkers. And so, uh, I'm jogging around SC this is what 2002, my sophomore year or uh, end of freshman year. You're about 19 years old. Yeah. And, uh, so just fucking these calves are just built for money, you know? <laughs> And, Jewish, uh, lucrative hair, legs, even hairline on your hair, hairy legs. Everything's great, dude. And uh, cut tan. Oh, very, I tan easily too, dude. And in the LA sun, just you know, tank top, nice tank calves. top that fits perfectly. Mm, I'd kiss those calves. Mm, yeah, I don't like that noise you made, but yeah, it's um, it, it, there's uh, there's something to when when you were hooking up with a girl at age nineteen, she went straight for the calves. She went, went, yeah, went right she went past the penis and went right to the calf. Yeah. calves. I was like, oh yeah, right there, and then she just went right past it to the calf. Those are nice calves. That's Those how nice you know calves. you got nice calves. I think so. Yeah. If she says it out loud, she goes, mm, calves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna isolate that audio, and hopefully with animate this new a Zoom commercial. Six recorder. They could easily isolate any of this. Good audio. plug. Are they a sponsor? I wish. Um, is that the one thing you wish for? What no, else, what else that's you not truly, even on top of my wishes. If I were a genie and that was truly your one wish. Uh, my one wish. First of all, I'd if you had a genie on your podcast, would you? Would it all be about wishes or would you be like, so when did you get started as a genie? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, I'd start, they, we'd end on the wishes part. Okay. I'd start on the other stuff. But if I had one wish, I'd say, can you give me Adam Ray's life? Yeah. I just want a stepdaddy and a stepmommy <laughs> and, a, and a prosperous voiceover career. You can get it. And a calf commercial. Your voice could be in one of those, like, um, what was that Incest show? commercials. Huh? Incest commercials. That and what was that show on HBO? Ah, damn, Where dude. the guy, the Mormon guy has a bunch of wives. That was a good show. You could have been on that show, but cartoon-wise. Oh. Uh, Not Tim and Eric. Something people. Was it the rats in in New York? No. The, the, uh, Kroll was a voice on it, and I think. Um, on HBO? Yeah. I don't know. People of the Sea or. Anyway. You'd be good I on could that. Be on. Um, yeah. I could so. Honestly, I'm such a I'm such a thespian that I could adapt and be on anything. I think you could anything. Right now, um, we're gonna improvise a little scene. Okay. I'm the uh, coach, the big gamut. I'm here to tell you that you are the third string quarterback 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first string and the second string were both involved in a, uh, um, uh, uh, a tandem bike accident. They were biking together okay. against the coach's wishes. Okay, so this is pre this be, the game's about to start. I'm, I'm getting suited up. The game is about night. We're 90 minutes away from kickoff. Got it. And the coach is now talking to me. Calls you in long hallway. You walk down, right? You hey, coach, your, uh, whoa, 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 you wanted whoa, whoa, to see whoa. me? Okay, sorry. Whoa, hey, don't just bust in. You're right. You didn't say actually. Ari? 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 Yeah. It's uh, Ari, but it doesn't matter. Your third string, so excuse me if I haven't gotten to know exactly who the fuck you are. Understandable. Yes, sir. Ari, there's been an accident today, okay? Both Jacob and Skyler were involved in a tandem bike accident and a froyo machine. They didn't invite me? What? I'm just doing We're all three quarterbacks, but only two of them. I was led to believe that you guys were not spending a lot of time socially together. Well, we're not. But Third string quarterback area usually does not involve with the first and second string. There's a clear okay. distinction between good and bad. Point being, Ari, Jacob's leg was dis, dis, it was chopped up by the Froyo machine. And Skyler ran away because he didn't want to be he we were told by the school that they would not tandem back together because of previous accidents that had gone down with students. So you're saying he's running late? Skyler's running Skyler late ran away right into traffic and he was hit by coincidentally uh, an ice cream machine, which is, you know, kind of funny because Froyo and ice cream, what are the odds that two different ends so. of the spectrum of creameries are going to take out your two QBs? Point being, Ari, you're starting tonight. Game's in 90 minutes. We're playing, starting we're playing the, f- the football game we're about to play. The fuck is wrong with you, son? Have you? Where are your pads? I've just, you've never, I don't even have my own pads. Can I borrow their pads? How much, how tall are you, Ari? Five foot nine. Say it like you mean it. I'm five foot nine. Show me your calves. I'm mm. ready for the game. Mm. I'm fucking ready. All right, see? Scene. Sign me okay. up. That's good. Sign me up. You know, that was the first go around. Now, at first, that sounded like it would be on the Disney Channel, but it slowly ended up on Cinemax. <laughs> I was thinking Adult Swim. It got weird at the end. Well, if a coach is going mm, to the Cavs, mm. yeah, maybe Adult Swim. Animated? Would you? Okay. Hypothetically speaking. Oh, anyway, so the Cavs got got noticed. Oh, yeah. They said... Um, who who noticed it on the A street? guy that works for JCPenney and just was... Uh, no, I'm fucking with you, dude. That, that's, that's None all. of that happened? No, that whole story. The bullshit. whole thing was yeah. made up. Yeah. You've never been in a cafe. No. Do you even have nice, nice calves? Did you what have if nice, that was a whole point? When you were 19, did you have nice calves? Yeah. Dude, again, you don't lose. I still work out. It's, uh, you know, there's still. You still have nice calves. Look, I don't think I would go. It, would your girlfriend still about, be with you if you had my calves? Now we're just, we're playing with house money, but um, probably not. I appreciate the honesty. I don't know, dude. Ask I mean, yeah, they're also Take a like, picture of my calves right now and send it to your girlfriend. Okay. Why don't we post both our calves on the internet and let the audience decide? I'm not saying I have nicer calves than you. I'm saying your girlfriend would still kind be of feels like what if, if you would you breaks up with me and goes for calves. you. Wow, dude. This would this episode would skyrocket. I mean, it sounds like me and your girlfriend would be a better fit for each other. Let's move on. Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they have it, and I use it. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for years. 
And I have to tell you, I genuinely like their razors. They don't leave me with razor burn as much as those ones from the dollar store do. And as amazing as their shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered head to toe. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and even wipe your butt. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products you use. You get what you want whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. I never have to waste time at the store wondering if what I'm getting is any good. As a Dollar Shave Club member, I know what I'm getting is the highest quality stuff you could put on your face with metal that is sharp. And that sounds scary and dangerous, but you want your metal on your face to be sharp. You don't want that dull stuff you get from the cheap brands. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their ultimate shave starter set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The executive razor, shave butter, prep scrub, and post-shave dew. The best part is you can try it for just $5.00. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash unlicensed therapy. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash unlicensed therapy. Support the Dollar Shave Club and support the podcast in return. Please do that and get a good shave. And if you're a lady, use it to shave your legs. Girls like using razors that I use because it's hot. Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. What uh, what was the question you were going to ask me? And then I interrupted you with the rest of that calf story and then pulled the uh, oh, wind out of the sails. My question was about your voiceover work. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me because to me that's a whole nother world. I've, I, I, you know, being a stand-up comedian, I know people who've gotten into writing and acting. I kind of see that, but I don't, how does someone, how did that come about your voiceover career? Um, always wanted to do it. Um, you know, it's one of those things you don't have any, uh, understanding of how to get into it. I have no friends or family that are doing it Up in Seattle. Again, there's you know, agencies and a lot of theater and commercial acting and all that. And, and yeah, some voiceover things, but, um, also didn't have an interest truly in it until I got down here. Mm-hmm. Always want to do cartoons and stuff. Didn't really ever think about the commercial world, but first manager, uh, that I signed with, uh, who ended the one up that you broke up with three days ago. No, a different guy who, okay. who I knew was bad when he wanted to, most managers take like 10%. He wanted like 25 and yeah, he was harassing me about signing the documents and I kept taking a beat on it. And then he had me like play guitar. So he, I went over there and he was like, Hey, do you mind tuning my son's guitar for me? He called me in for a, a meeting, lot of red flags. called me in for a meeting and then said, can you tune my son's guitar? And then can you like perform at his birthday party? And I was like, for free. Yeah. And I was like, yay boy, I'm out. And, um, so, uh, but yeah, he, one time when I first moved here, I had a manager who saw me skateboarding on the street and stopped me and took my card. And then he hit me. Like, can I see those cash? He said, there's a $2,000 initiation to make sure that he knows that I'm serious about the business. He goes, listen, there's a lot of people who say they want to be actors and creators, but I need $2,000 just to let me know that you're serious. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Dead, dead serious is a real thing. Side of the we street. We gotta track this guy down. That uh, is so unreal. He then, um, you know, he just need that 2k for rent. This was the best part. So he, I told him I was stand with comedian and he kept, this was the name he kept name dropping was Barry Katz. He goes, I work with Barry Katz and all these people. 
at that time I was time. producing Barry Katz's podcast. So I knew that I knew Barry Katz and I, and I also was smart enough, even though I was 22 and just moved to LA, I was smart enough to know that this was, this guy's full of shit. Did you bring him up Not to Barry? So I, I took the guy's number. I forwarded it to Barry. I saved the voicemail he left me where he, he says, I work with Barry Katz and I need the $2,000 and all this, like just this whole incriminating voicemail, send it to Barry. And I go, just so you know, there's this guy using your name. Turns out Barry was like not working with him, but in talks with him on some project. So he was kind of legit. Not legit. Just he did know who he did know Barry Katz. Look, or had a lot of guys are going to tell you they know who you are. So Barry dropped the guy out of his life. He said, "Hey, you're not allowed to use yeah, my that's name." Fucked up. Blah blah blah. Because of me, so I I felt good about wow. it. Wow. Pretty good. Okay. What, what first, if you gave him the two grand? You'd still I, regret that. The sad that. thing is, I guarantee you people would. Oh, like, yeah. Like, imagine fresh face. You never went to USC. You're Adam Ray, oh, brand no, new I, to LA. No, I did get uh, swindled. I, yeah. I uh, convinced a buddy of mine who's a great actor, um, uh, was a senior when I was a freshman in the acting uh, school at SC, and I got bamboozled by this, like, pay and come do this quick three weekend seminar thing and you meet all these casting directors and all oh, this yeah. shit and you get on TV. Dude, casting workshops, I literally was three months into school in LA and I, dude, I can't believe that I, and I, I pitched him on it so hard because I went to an initial meeting and they were just like, they, they talked up such a big game yeah, and lied job. to me so hard. And I, I, I dragged him along and he went to it. And I remember as soon as we got there, he was just like, he goes, fuck dude. He goes, why'd you do this, man? And I go, what? He goes, you just made it sound like it wasn't this. Like I'm a, se- I'm a senior. I'm still not, I'm speaking for him. He was a senior at the time. Yeah. He was like, I'm still getting a lay of the land more or less. He'd been on a few shows. Mm-hmm. Gilmore girls was on at that time. He That's did a pretty guest good star for a and crushed it. Yeah. yeah. And then it went on to a bunch of cool shit. His name is Brandon Brash. And he, uh, he was like, what the fuck dude? Even I know this is bullshit. And I was like, and him just saying it made me just see what it was. It yeah. almost like he pulled the curtain off. Yeah. And I go, Oh no. And then I, and then I immediately felt bad because I go, what did I do to my friend? I go, but he knew it was an earnest mistake right. where I was like, I truly just got bamboozled. And yeah. he was like. It's like bringer shows and comedy. How many people <laughs> yeah. fall for that? I fell for one of those. Wow. To LA. Did you well, ever do a bringer? A ton of them. Yeah. That's a great way to get stage time that's not an open mic. I don't think you can do only those. I think there's a lot of young I comics. I tell people don't do them at all if I meet a new comic. I don't think that's. Yeah. That, that's. I don't. Look, I think everyone's path is is your path i did them because uh you know being doing school out here then acting classes post-college uh groundlings ucb uh working at Cas- all the working at universal studios i uh, accumulate a lot of like people in my life to bring to those shows yeah i wouldn't do them uh every month um maybe you know 10 a year but guess what that was after through all the mics it was like at some point you're like i need a little taste and a little uh, motivation to, to, to you know, a little taste of the what it well, could be like. No, I don't blame people. So who, main room, who do belly them. room, and and uh, I'm but just it's, saying to get like, the habit now that you only- know, now that you know, now that you have an outside perspective of what they were, don't you wish? Oh, instead, I could have produced my own show, or I could have nah. just gone on, gotten on a show, and told them I'd bring people that wasn't a bringer show. Oh, I still do that sometimes, and yeah. that's the, I mean, you because then you just, I mean, there are so many times I would get on this one show and have five people guaranteed and then like two would show up and you still go up because yeah. then also just getting in with some of these people eventually they they just had me on and stopped making me bring people so right. um and then i had some regular spots that weren't open mics like that so 
Oh, so voiceover. The manager yeah. guy tried to scheme you for 25%. <laughs> yeah, to my son's guitar. And kid's birthday, yeah. Might have been a euphemism. And then he had me... Uh, uh, meet with a voiceover agent that um, I got with and and um, was with them for about 10 years. And and um, they were a real small kid agent. They were crushing it for the kid agency uh, aspect, commercials, acting. Voiceover was a smaller department. And um, so a lot of my stuff wasn't even getting heard. You know, I didn't know that that they were so low on the totem pole right. that I was reading all the time and auditioning, which is great for the reps and the experience. But after a while, just like anything, I would start to go, man, I booked a few things along the way, but I was like, read something. And I was like, God, no, no callback on that or anything. You know, it's after like six, seven years, you're like, yeah, I'm getting kind of dialed in with this. I'm reading 10 to 15 times a week of yeah. stuff. And oh, it uh, sounds like getting you a lot of, uh, auditions, auditions but yeah. again, right. Yeah. They, they can right. submit them. That's cool. They're getting them, but, but a lot of them. And then I find out from buddies who were at other places, which I don't even know there were other voiceover places. I was so naive to just be like, to even think outside of where I was. Cause yeah. I loved everybody. I was reading all the time. So I thought the opportunities were there, but then come to find that there's places that speci sp specialize in just voiceover. And, uh, and so, uh, you're distracted by something. What's going sorry. on? Go, continue. What is it? I'm sorry. It's good. I was, I thought I saw a spider, but I didn't. You saw in the movie rights of that story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw a spider and I didn't. Yesterday I the killed Ari a bunch Manor of spiders story. in here. Did you really? Yeah, probably a good 10 daddy long legs up on the roof. <laughs> ceiling. All right. See, your voice is, I'm starting to get more on board with the, uh, the delivery and the cadence. I, I'm being sincere. I know right you now. are. That's why it's funny. <laughs> but also hearing you talk about bugs, like your face, people, they won't see this video because they won't watch this, but, but you had a lot of genuine concern. I just wanted to make sure you didn't get bit. By a daddy long legs? Because then it's like... Is the gas money even enough if you get bit by a daddy long legs? For sure not. Yeah. Also, this does look like a place that where daddy long legs come to make babies. For sure. There's a infested with mosquitoes and Is daddy really? long legs in this garage. And I'm getting a lot of random calls. You lately. can answer it. I don't Pick want it to. Pick it up on the, on the podcast. Let's see what it, I'll edit it out if it's personal. I don't know who that is. I'm getting a lot of those. Uh, Spam? Yeah. Do you ever, and pops up sometimes it says fraud risk. I don't have the fraud risk. That's like a $5 extra cost a month. So I don't do that. I just don't, if it's an unknown number, I don't pick up. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Remember star 69? Yeah. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> 16. <laughs> Dude. I'm okay with that because I think there's still a place in the world for those guys. Mm -hmm. The 69 guys? Yep. <laughs> what, what, what's the place in the world for them? <laughs> you know, not a big banquet hall, but, um, you know, I think, you know, skate long, parks. Long, long lines, skate parks, um, yeah. the ski slopes, ski slopes, um, barbecue restaurants, big jacuzzis, <laughs> <laughs> like above ground jacuzzi, above ground jacuzzi. Yeah. Yeah. In the desert. Any sort of koozie. <laughs> Do you have a jacuzzi in your apartment? No. You thinking about it? That was it. <laughs> This is a real thing I was considering. I know, dude. You're, first of all, I took it as like a, a challenge. <laughs> as if like you were fucking... And then you followed up with, are you thinking about it? As if you <laughs> were going to fucking push down that brick wall. <laughs> there were six different size jacuzzis. <laughs> this is a real thing. you were going to try to sell me. This is actually a real thing oh my God, that I've dude. thought about. Ditching the podcast in here. Putting this podcast studio in my apartment or something. And putting a hot tub in putting here? Putting a hot tub in this very garage. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's your life. This. 
putting in, removing the carpet, oh, I putting astroturf on the ground. That uh, that I, I'm on board with. Glow in the dark stars the on suspect. the ceiling. Glow in the dark stars on the ceiling. Some pl- more greenery on the back wall. The garage right Are here. Are you single? Yes. The door I open. I think you should definitely do all that. Garage door open. Me and you in the tub. As people walk by, we cat call. I just said, are you, are, you sing- <laughs> are you single? You're like, yeah. So get it, dude. I get a bunch of dudes to come over, get in my starlit hot well, tub. Well, you got to be real. You got to be real. The person <laughs> Wait, I'm we getting- cat call? Oh, and girls are walking by? Well, girls run from Runyon on Hollywood Boulevard. Me and you sitting in the jacuzzi right here. Hey, with, sweet with dog. Got time hey, for a how quick- How's your workout? You I- look nice. Those pants look nice. Those pants look nice. Ooh, baby. You ever hey, seen- if, if you want to, if you need a cool down- you got time for a quick koozie? Yeah. If you want, if you want it's good for your muscles. It's good for your muscles. It it's is. Good for your mu- yeah, jacuzzi are good. I, after I would pay $50 just to see the reactions of some of the gals that would. That's a funny video. And also, guess what, dude? It's not, you have a, uh, you don't, and take right. this as a compliment. You There's don't have, ways to catch You have a, um, an, uh, a not even though your voice isn't as intimidating as you want it to be, right? Since that's true. it also falls in line with your face. You look like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You, I don't feel like they're going to look I'm over nice and, and they're going to take a, they're going to take you in mm-hmm. and then go, all right, not going to stab me in my sleep. They'll at least smile. They'll no smile. Thank, and no then, thank you. Yeah, for sure. And then they'll notice the setup. And if it is to what you, uh, I make it nice. Yeah, created in 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 our heads, then um, I think there's there's legs to this. It could happen. One of them might say yes the third time I ask. You know, the third time they're jogging by. Right, yeah, because you know if this is going to be their route, yeah, you got to be consistent. I get though. to know them. It's, it's just like booking the podcast. You got to mm-hmm. be consistent with your cat calls. <laughs> yeah, and it's follow like, up two weeks later. That's the hey, thing. remember last week when you when you just ran ran by. You looked at me this time. Progress. <laughs> hey, where are you going? See, that's the thing. If you cat call those kind of things. It's actually acceptable. Catcalling is socially acceptable as long as you're not being a weirdo about it. You can't say, like, nice tits or, you know, hey, baby. You know, you just got to be like, <laughs> nice pants. How Who are you? Who still does the hey, baby? Construction workers. Yeah, garbage men. Um, immigrants. Did, those, mixed-raced individuals. No white no white men do the that The garbage anymore. men and the, and the construction guys, like, that's a thankless job, dude. It's almost yeah, like no, there should be people make a lot of money. The same way that Trump hires actors off Craigslist and stuff for his rallies, they should have like actors and actresses that get hired to just give some of these workers that do long hours like just a little like two hundred bucks for an hour to to walk by in a cute outfit, you know, guys and girls, you know, because I don't want to. The garbage men association, maybe corporate garbage and the construction company, guys. I just see hire the, them. It's a the hours at the jobs. It just looks like the worst, you know, and I think they get compensated. So you know how decently. like corporates hire comedians. You're saying maybe take some of that corporate entertainment yeah. money and put it towards hot babes to walk by. Why not? Yeah. Why not? That way. Also, it's it's set up. It's pre-planned. That way. I'll you don't- say this: If I was a garbage man and my boss was like, "Would you rather have a comedian this year or a hot babe to walk by a bunch of times?" I'd be like, "Hot babe." Yeah, for sure. By the way, can we bring back hot babe? I like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's very is that offensive to say. No, it's very. Uh, I think broad is my brother in law still broad? says broad, broad, and I I just want to punch him in his. Is it offensive mouth. even if you're not saying it too abroad? Yes. Let me get, let okay. me give you again a little improvised scene, right? Okay. You're me. I'm my brother in law. Okay. What's hey, your yeah. What's your opening you, line? How you doing, bro? Oh, not bad, dude. Man. So like, I was at Chipotle, right, and. You know, I was like, authentic Mexican cuisine, nice. Love it. And I was like, yeah. yo, is this steak? Can I do a chicken and steak combo? 
And, you know, this broad was like, we got chicken or steak, not both. And I was like. But they do have both. Yeah. They sell both at. And scene. Chipotle. But um, it's <laughs> so sad of an ending. Uh, thanks a lot, Ari. We're, um, I think that's it. We're not gonna, we don't need to do the second scene. So thanks for coming in. Um, that happens a lot because I do so good in the first. Yeah. They say we don't need, we that's don't why. need the second. That's definitely why. It's because they're like, you are so good. How did that feel to hear broad just used in conversation? If I'm being 100% honest, yeah. it felt totally fine to me. You need to see my brother-in-law. The, the way that people after shows will go, you know, yo, you are my favorite. And you're like, it's not a competition. It is subjective. <laughs> yeah. It is subjective. But they, I love when people feel a need to go in a, in a round of 10 or five comics go, you were the best tonight. I and guess what? It's dumbfounding. It, I never, I, 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 I it dissect. It makes me uncomfortable when someone says totally. that to I me. dissect yeah. it and I take the part that I know that they mean, which is I enjoyed your set. I take that away. Right. But then I go, I'm so quick I to I mean, all like, you could say is thanks, thanks. And no, I go out of my way to be like, it's not a competition. It is subjective. I appreciate it. But I go, you know, you there was, everyone else was great on the show, but not everybody is for everybody. And then right. they go, Okay. Anyway, you're my favorite. And I'm just like, it's not worth saying all that to me because they're not, they're not going to go, Oh yeah, you're right. I know. Oh yeah. yeah right. They're just, it, right. all you can do is go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Have a good one. Cool. Yeah. Do you love stand up? Yeah. I'm <laughs> obsessed with it, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gotten lazier over the years and I need to write more and yeah. all that fun that stuff. But it does happen. The, uh, it's, it's truly why when I look at people that are, you know, like getting to do some of these shows with, with Dan Cook, he's 29 years in and it's, man, I go, I hope I'm still at that, like where I care about it that much, you know? Yeah. And I think I will be because it's. It's on, a, it's, I just get, I'm scared to bomb. I think that's where I'm at right now. I need to get over that. Oh yeah. And I need to just experiment more. Totally. And well, you're so, you're how many more? years in? Eight. Yeah, dude, it's, isn't that crazy? That feels like a lot. It feels like Scratching a lot on the surface. Yeah. I also I'm feel at 13 like, dude. Yeah. And I feel like that is not, I mean, I feel like I, I, I feel like in this past year, I've, as you should every year, like grown and just gotten stronger and, and, and less concerned with things that don't matter. Like mm -hmm. being in the room and worried about if you, see, I mean, look, I think there is value sometimes in being like, uh, shit, like in the main room, uh, a few weeks ago, I got sandwiched in between Burr was bringing me up. I was bringing up Joey Diaz. Right. Yeah. You want, did you I want to do good? You're doing your best yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. But I also like, I, I, you know, five years ago, even two, three years ago, I would have just been like, dude, just fucking, I would have been way more nervous and I would have been like, just do the hits. Mm -hmm. Don't do any crowd work. And, and wouldn't have like. Yeah. Been, if I was in that position, I would the, just do yeah, hits. Yeah. Didn't have the, uh, the, the wherewithal to go, dude, you, yeah, you're, you got this. You're, you're on the show. You're going, you are going to go up in between these two. And, and also do your thing. And Joe even asked me when he came in, he goes, do you want me to, uh, uh, he goes, you want, you want to, uh, you want me to go up uh, after burden or whatever? And I go, I mean, I, I like the challenge and, I, and I'm all good. You know, I, yeah. I, and to be honest, I want to bring you up, Joe. And he goes, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Cocksucker. And he goes, that's I want to fucking, he goes, I want to call that fucking little guy you work with. and fucking told him to fucking get a new fucking Jew, you know? And I, because he was like. If you would have said no to that, I would have been like, you pussy ass bitch. Like, you're not going to follow Burr. Because then he started telling me how people were starting to massage their spots in certain places to not have to follow him. And I'm like, I've, dude, honestly, I've never done that. Following someone famous is nice. You ride the wave. Dude, but that's an easier said than done mentality, man. Sure. I remember coming up and seeing guys, I won't name names, but like at the 
improv, especially like having to follow certain people and wanting to go earlier or go later or not even go. I wouldn't want to follow Donnell Rawlings. Dude, I have, and it's fucking. I wouldn't want to follow him because he's just. It also depends on where in the show, man. If he's going up third or fourth and you're the last one on like a five comic show and he does a little extra, maybe two and just, but also I had to follow Godfrey at the laugh factory a few weeks ago. And, um, he murdered, dude. Yeah. But I came up to it and took a beat, recognized him, and then got into my shit. And yeah, did my energy at first? Did I? Did I? Also, I, I have big energy, so I I wasn't uh, feeling like I had to overcompensate fully. But I had to kind of, you know, as he was getting off, get on the bull. You know what I'm saying? Versus like letting him get off, take time, let the whole room adjust, which you can also do. Mm-hmm. If there was a if somebody was more of a storyteller, low energy comic that went up after Godfrey. They could have just done their thing and been fine. But like, for me, I was like, nah, man, I'm going to take this and just take it up a notch yeah. and, um, and, uh, and try to ride the wave, which I felt like is what the, uh, the room, uh, wanted. But, but that night at the store, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was great. But, but every year, point being eight you years in, you're going to like, yeah, you're going to get better. The worries of bombing, the worries of other shit that doesn't pertain to what you're doing on stage is going to like eventually evaporate and you're going to be wait. like, oh, this is for me. I don't need yeah. to worry about the other bullshit. And it will happen. You just have, but that's why, you know, again, the re- respect for people that are still delivering at a high level and years later, um, you know, like Dane and Chappelle and, and Louie and fucking Ray Romano. And, and just, I mean, there's a big list, um, you know, uh, you know, and, and it's, you just got to, staying in it and being consistent and why you see like Whitney and Eliza still fucking put out a special and they're right back into it. I mean, it's like, do you ever wish that you were black? Um, when I remember being in, I think it was fifth grade and, uh, my peak of, uh, basketball, I was quick fat you know, I was dominating. I was the tallest kid. There's videos I post on my Instagram. You can look up Adam Ray comedy. I found some old, uh, clips uh from an old vhs tape uh in seattle vhs tape and i edited together some highlights i was good i was the tallest kid i was fat you couldn't d me up and i was quick fat so i was fat like dude it was you You were you were a center yeah dude i was the tallest kid shot the three because that was i I, you're shaquille o'neal who shot the three dude can you do a good mark impression doing the shaquille o'neal joke (sighs) girls that get fake boobs it's like I've never taken off a girl's shirt and been like, these just won't do. You put your shirt on and get the hell out of here. Um, that's pretty That's good. right. My name is Mark Saratella. Is <laughs> that my real name? Is uh, this my stage name? My Is that my real name? I get, fuck, how's it go? I think, yeah. Is that yeah. my real name? Uh, it's my stage, Mark Saratella is my stage name. My real name. I can tell you this. Give me a little bit of a hint though. My real name is Mark Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> the world's crazy. Does he still do that joke? Yeah, so yeah. How long I told him how much it. I hated it too. That's my. He's one of my best friends. And yeah, it yeah. was. I was like, dude, it doesn't. He's like, it's a good opener, easy into the set. I go, but it doesn't get laughs. I go, <laughs> so you don't. Why would you do a joke that doesn't get any laughs? He was like, it does. You're not hearing it right. And I was like, you're not, nah, it's, it's bad. It does. You're not hearing <laughs> it right. Mark is truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's funny. He's, he's neurotic. Off, he's totally. But off stage, yeah. dude, there's there's a handful of people that can riff on anything and uh 
make it funnier, but also he's real. He's got a bird type of mentality towards a lot of stuff, which I think is great. Like a very, he's told me some insane stories of, that involve with him and, and women or just bad luck type things. But he always has a very uh, hilariously uh, positive skewed uh, point of view about it to, to what the funny in it, you know, but yeah. still it's, it's coming through an anger. Like here's how, here's what's fucked up about it. But then he, we can, laugh about it and it's like and then he is always at the very end of a rant he'll go it's okay though you know yeah it's but good. it's good but i feel good yeah, I feel it's good. good. yeah. I, I keep telling me she write a book he's got you know i would i would narrate or do that audio book in a heartbeat for him <laughs> mark nice, if you're listening yeah. dude write that book oh he's listening for sure <laughs> here's a question for you i am an expert in everything on what everything okay is this where we do the theme part of the podcast yeah and I could help you in your life. I could tell, you know, your life's pretty good. Probably don't have anything real to complain about, but everything's got oh stuff to boy. complain about. Isn't it great how we think that about people? There's people I've gotten to know in the past few years where I go, man, everything. Look, look at your, in, look at that Instagram life. Mm -hmm. Crushing it. See at the clubs, do this. Like, man. And then you hear things or you see things and you go, everyone's got their bullshit. Everyone. Dude. doesn't matter if Everyone. you're Jay-Z or Donald you're not Trump. not above it, dude. You got it. Guess why? Because you're a person. You're a human. And you got behaviors and flaws and, and, and habits and vices. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you the beauty, even though you have problems, like we all do. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing is I could fix them. Are we even recording? <laughs> Be honest with me. Listen, I, see the, uh, I see the levels. Yeah, I thought it was so great, but you you, you got to come back. It was so good. Uh, are we done already? It was me pretending like you were Rob Schneider and I fucked up the whole episode. Oh, callback. Yeah, that wasn't the joke that you was, said you were going to do to close the podcast. No, it's not. So, so what? I could fix your problems. Great. Are you a licensed uh, therapist? Yes. I've never been to therapy, by the way. Have Have you really not? No, nope. I know that comics and and and. Non-comics preach about it. And yeah, there's probably some some things I could gain from it. I went it. once when I was a kid. Great. Um, so, but I, the, so I got it. So did I. What'd you well, go for? You just said you didn't go to therapy. As an adult. You were, as I was, adult. And I was going to transition um, I went to, because me and my mom hated each other. How's that going now? Uh, Better. Good. Yeah. I don't totally believe you, but... No, it is. Like good. before... A phone before I couldn't see her without going. I hate you. I hate you so much. And now we don't say that to each other. Really, that's progress. Not often, that's awesome. Yeah. You should yeah. like your mom. I don't know. Like what about pops? I like pops. Great. As long as you got one. So that was what the childhood there. That's the thing too, man. For. When my folks split up and people were like, "God, that sucks," and I'm like, "My mom crushed it. Carried both roles." I had this shitty joke I used to do where I go, "My mom bought me condoms." Actually, I go, "You know, was it uh, was it weird?" Yeah. Your real uh, mom or stepmommy? Real mom. Okay. Was it weird? Yeah. I go, were they, uh, you know, was, uh, were they, were they, um, were they magnums? Maybe, you know, <laughs> was I 10? Almost. I was nine and a half. But the point is, Sanjay, pause for you laugh. Have, you have a big, she was supportive. You have a big one? She was supportive. And she, she said, and she saw what she saw in that sonogram. And even though she hadn't seen it since, she was like, this guy's a, a grower, not a shower, you know? If I was. I don't do that joke anymore, but. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. And I'm casting my new movie, but there's a sex scene and your dong will show. You in? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Me too. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Put my dong in it. I'll like, do like, it. like, I love the way you said, like, I'll do it. As if, like, there's discussions right now. <laughs> people are like, dude, we're not sure if 
Look, the movie's a go. But we need someone relatively unknown. How about fully unknown? <laughs> All right. And we'll get him. We'll get him for scale. I'll probably do it for less. Can we just have him send him us it, a picture of isn't it? Isn't it funny to think that not just less, like there's thousands of actors out there that would pay $10,000 to be in a movie. Any movie, really. Yeah. It could be an independent movie that's going to be bad. Airbud 26. Like, Airbud 26. I'll pay 10 grand to be in that. Yeah. You do realize you have one line and it's, we actually might give it to the dog. I just want to be an actor. So <laughs> we actually might. <laughs> Oh, God. We, we might cut you out. Yeah, but you know, it's tough to get a break in this town. You so if you'll take the, my 10 grand, I'll do it. Oh, God. That's what I love and hate about this business. But I more so love because truly there's even at JCPenney, man, the the guy who uh, didn't the calf, see uh, my calves. We're, if you can try to find a way to like use the, the collective energy that's in this town of people like even at a Jamba Juice or a fucking, you know, a, a Best Buy, everyone's like – Uber drivers that are rap, you know, trying to give you their rap seat. Like there is, this is the only place truly where there's so many people going for it. So and there's many. different levels of that. Yeah. I think you see, as you get in it, like you are an example of someone truly going for it, mm -hmm. Set, doing what they can to, to, to make sure that they can finance the dream and go for it. And you're, you're doing what you have to do. You have no plan B and you can't. Yeah. I've said this on podcast. My before. mom says I could though. Do you disagree with her? Have a plan B? She says to have a plan B. No, I, I, I agree with you. I disagree I with say, your mom. Yeah. Will Smith said, don't have a you plan B. With my mom, I like that. Don't have a plan B because it'll take away from the plan A. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big quote guy, but I don't know where I saw that. I think on Oprah and it resonated. Um, anyway, like so, so mom, um, what we were talking about moms, your mom. Oh, I said that she thinks I should have a plan B. No, before that. Oh, your mom bought you condoms. Yeah. Magnums. <laughs> that was a joke. But if she yeah. knew me, I think that's what she... Uh, I guess oh, she was no, supportive. We were, I was asking you your problems for me to fix. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do? I want to hear one of your problems. Oh, truly? Yeah. I want to give you advice. Oh, yeah. I was talking what about my mom you crushing it as a single mom. That's oh, yeah. She was a great mom. Yeah, she was. Better than... So that's what I'm saying. You want to... Oh, and going to therapy. Once as a kid. That's right. It was for um, uh, counseling to a uh, post-divorce. I think my mom was just like, I think they should go to counseling and talk to somebody. I was not about it at all. I you just, didn't need it. I didn't want it. It was weird. I was sitting there playing a little mini basketball on this guy's hoop, and he just sat there quietly for an hour. And then he's like, next. And then I remember I, <laughs> I shot one of the balls. This was maybe three times in a row of not talking, him asking questions, and me being silent, just shooting hoops. And then him just sitting there. One time he even walked out of the office. He goes, I'm going to let you shoot for 10 minutes. I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk. <laughs> Comes back in, didn't talk, and the third time of this happening, third uh, round, of hour and a half paid session. Wow, you were a tough I shot kid. one, and it bounced off, and he was sitting in his seat, and it bounced off right to him, and he went, and he caught it, and he catches the ball, and he just goes, you want to sit down and talk? <laughs> or maybe he said something like, It sounds a so, lot like Goodwill Did hunting. you ever hear your dad fucking another Robin one? Robin you know? Williams. Like, yeah. It's not your fault. In the movie, he would say, yeah, he, yeah that's it's what he would have said. Fault. But I think it was, you want to talk. But yeah. the funnier story version is, did you ever hear your dad cheating on your mom? You know, like, like, take me back to the fourth grade. You know, I'll give you this ball back. How about this? I give you a Kit Kat. If, you know. I get what you're saying. You want to pick up right here, right now, where that where that left off. You weren't ready to open up to him, but you're ready to open up to me. Sure, let's do it. You can ask a question. That's not a good therapist just saying, you're ready to open up to me. 
go. <laughs> Guess what? No you don't good, know where to go therapists. No you don't go to therapy. <laughs> I've heard though. <laughs> I can guarantee you no good therapist worth paying for has ever gone. All right, go. <laughs> what keeps you up at night? Um, worry about my family. Your as people get parents? older. Yeah. Are and they having some health and, problems? No, just my, yeah, mom and dad, yeah, a little bit. Um, sis and financial stuff. Um, I try Your to- Your sister's t- having financial issues? Uh, up and down. They just got a lot. They got six mm-hmm. kids. Wow. And uh, it's a lot. I've are they them. trying to spread God's wisdom through Jewish the Jewish faith? They are not Is that Jewish. why they're having so many kids? No. I thought you were Jewish. Jewish. I am. My sister's she not. She converted? She had bat mitzvah and all that stuff, but just decided not to continue with the practice. So what religion does she practice? I think the religion of whatever. Oh, so she's, she's Jewish then? She is Jewish, yeah, yeah. but she'll, she'll still do Christmas and stuff. She's not going to services. Yeah, she's or, not really. I don't, I'm not religious. But she'll like light the candles and stuff. Uh, but why does Hanukkah. she have so many kids? Because uh, my brother-in-law brought in three, and then they had oh. one together. My sister had two. Wait, wait, wait. So had, my sister had my uh, twin nieces. They had one together, but okay. he brought in three. So that's four. No, no, no. My sister had two. Okay. He had three. Oh, got it. Okay. So they they started with five and then they came with the, So they love the fifth one the most probably. Or the sixth the six, one. Because it's the one, one that's theirs. It's theirs, Come yeah. from both of their privates. Uh, yeah, she their, probably their gets privates. the best treatment. And all the other kids probably hate he's her. The, also, the he's the baby. Too. He's the, they're all oh, pretty young, but he's five and he's yeah. the closest to being a baby, which, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I Career stuff I'm always worried about. I, I worry about... It's not like leaving like a leg. I just, there's so much I want to do. You know what I'm saying? There's not enough hours in the day. And I feel like sometimes I'm overworking myself and I have to, in the last year or so, I've gotten better at scaling back and taking even sometimes a f- full half a day. I can't do a full day of like not. Doing I also am at a point too where you work to get busy, you know? So it's one of those things where my mom's always like, you got to slow down. You got to do this. I'm like, mom, I didn't get to where I'm at, which is even not where I want to be by taking days off or by whatever, but you have to sometimes because you truly can't overwork yourself. And also but you, you literally just said you don't take a full day off. You only take half days off. I've done that. You've taken full days? Oh, uh, no. Because <laughs> I, I, also I can't. wake up? There's certain like voiceover jobs that I have that I, that are not, there's no days off. And even Seven if I- Seven days a week? Voiceover jobs? No, but like, so let's say there's a day where I don't have one of my voiceover jobs, right? Um, I'll still do shows that night. I'll still do podcasts. I'll still write. I, there's- it's just always, my brain is always moving. Yeah. And it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Cause I love it. Cause I love being creative and I love like this medium. I just, you know, yeah. just love creating, but I always, but I think it's healthy to take. Oh, you have some to days off. Oh, you have to. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, I've gotten better at it. Going about, home helps uh, a lot. What time do you wake up? Between usually like eight and 10. And what time do you go to sleep? <sighs> Three, four. Three or four AM every night. Yeah. Some, last Where's, night it so was. So your girlfriend goes to sleep before you I went know. to bed about twelve thirty the other night, which was like the first time in like probably twenty years I'd done that. That felt great. But what about your your? You live with your lady, right? Yeah. So she goes to bed early, and you're just like, all right, I'll meet you in bed later. Schedules vary. Um, she's been coming home late from her job. Um, so now she's li- comes home later than me, but usually we're up because also if she comes home late and I am up from shows or whatever, uh, then I won't go to bed for a while. So I was like, now I'm trying to like, man, I got to maybe try to be at least on the train to being passed out when she gets back at three, four, you know, mm-hmm. so that I'm not up. Even Do you later. eat late at night? Sometimes. 
so you're a naughty boy when it comes to food. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it fluctuates, man. I mean, it's, that's truly, you know, cause I work out a ton, but it's like the eating part is the one that just, uh, cause I'm not a big, even like during the day, eat, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. munch here and there on, on stuff that's good for you. But if I had like a true set thing for like, you know, dinner, which I try to do, um, but then it's, uh, if I don't eat then till like, you know, if I eat in the after, afternoon and then it comes up late night, then it's like, what, 10, 11, and that's just mm -hmm. too late, you know, but. So you're kind of conscious of it. Oh, yeah, very conscious, but it's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a battle, but. Okay, it's getting hot, so I'm going to get to the last question. Great. Um, you've been pursuing comedy now for 12 years, you said, right? Doing stand for 13. Started 13 years. So, yeah. 13, so you've been doing, you know, the Hollywood show business 13 years. Yes. What is your biggest I don't want to say failure but what's something you wish you could do again or like an embarrassing maybe a terrible audition of your biggest failure story maybe it led to something good maybe it's not a regret but what was in the, at least in that moment where you're like fuck I fucked that I fucked myself up I can't believe I did that that type of thing Just fuck up. Um, Maybe you bombed at a showcase. It's something where you're like, holy shit, I ruined. In your head in that moment, you were down. Remember showcasing for Mitzi? Uh, she was, you know, definitely starting to deal with some health um, complications. But she was there with Tommy, the old booker. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember I... I got, you know, I eventually got past and became a paid regular, but showcasing for her was such a big deal and put up on a pedestal. And I remember mm -hmm. they put me up for three minutes at the beginning of a bringer show. And it was a bringer show that I'd done a bunch and knew the guy. And he said he was going to put me up top cold. And I remember being like, I just starting to work there answering phones. And I remember thinking in that moment, and I just had a talk with somebody about who was giving me all these pump up speeches about like, you got to fucking speak up for yourself and you got to like, not let everything get dicked. Like speak up when the moment is appropriate. And yeah. this was a moment where it was like, I was told I was going to go like fourth. And now the guy who ran the Springer show was like, I'm just gonna have you cold open. Cause I, our yeah, host, was, like, host no, was late. My showcase for Mitzi. I, yes. And I just like did it anyway. And it was not good. Right. I went up cold and people yeah, were still coming in. Very, I, had three minutes. On the show. I wasn't ready. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you're, opening the show. So you, I just jumped right into my stuff and right. it's not good. And I was, in, I was, and I was too in my head about it too, about, sure, yeah, about you're nervous. You want to go to your stuff, but they're not, they want to, so I was more frustrated. And I, I didn't speak up and then like I'm an out, nightmare. I'm out there being like, why didn't I speak up? And then I do it. And, uh, and Mitzi's one critique was, um, why are you wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I, I don't even consider that a big failure, but that sticks out as a, that was a turning in that point moment, though. And that it was a, it yeah. was a, definitely a, a, somewhat of a turning point as far as, Starting to recognize, like, I need to ask for things that I want to make things better. Also, just take control, like, yeah. and, and be, but also you learn. It was also a good learning, um, uh, you know, experience for don't just be pissed about something that happened like this that didn't go your way. T take a beat, think about why, and think so how you can do better again. next time. Yeah. Cause that is. So next time when you know that. Uh, if you get thrust a into a position that you're watching you, you say, Hey man, uh, is it cool if I go up second or third? Because it would just make it a lot better. Well, I was for already, me. and I was already yeah. even told that. So it was already yeah. set up like that, but this guy, right. It was set up by the comic store for me to do that. And this right. guy just was like, 
you're doing this. And I didn't have, again, the chutzpah to be like, I'm actually supposed right. to go. And I was just like, so it was a good learning lesson. Didn't want to ruffle feathers. So the next time you have a showcase and they're like, Hey, can you call the open? You go, actually like normally I would, but is it cool if I go up second or third yeah. tonight? Because someone's watching me and it would just, it'd make me feel a lot they're more like, comfortable. They're like, yeah, dude, but Mitzi, you know, she's not here and she doesn't give a fuck about your hat. <laughs> um, but not even a showcase, uh, experience, but like any experience, it got me conditioned to go, all right, cool. Like, you know, just to get in the habit of if something didn't go the way you planned, think about why and learn from that. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's cliche, but just even developing the, uh, the skills to go, okay, cool. Like when things happen that, uh, I didn't anticipate or plan on or want to go that way, I can choose how I want to uh, respond, you know, and instead mm -hmm. of getting down and pissed about it, like find a way to use that as fuel for, uh, for the next shit, you know? I think that's really good advice. I added shit in there. So I, cause I was hearing myself start, start to sound too preachy and too like no, heady. So I go, no, no, no. And so you can prep for the next and bullshit. Shit. Yeah, and shit. <laughs> that's a true. And shit dog. You I, used know? To I used to love when guys would add like, I had a buddy that would add fucking before everything. So he'd be like, <laughs> He's like, oh man, I want to get some fucking gum. <laughs> I was like, not necessary, man, unless you are about to fuck and there's a product called fucking gum. I know comedians gum. that do that in their act where they'll say fucking in between jokes and I go, you know. Use those F-bombs sparingly. Can get so, yeah, you could get a lot more. None of your act needs to have fucking it. You could be a clean comedian, but you just add Yeah, so I'll drive my fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is something great. I would like to see a, com a comic that just leans into it. And he's like, so my girlfriend's like, yo, man, our place smells like, it smells like, it smells bad. So I was like, well, then why don't you get some fucking candles <laughs> and light those fucks? Or someone who just does. So I lit the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they just add fuck. Just, it smells fucking good. Dude, what if it's like a clean cut nerdy guy? Like, uh, oh, that's the best. Like, like a, Mc a McLovin type character. Yeah, McLovin. And then he adds fuck just to make, oh, that'd be pretty yeah. funny. So I went to visit my fucking grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking bitch. That fucking bitch. She's fucking eating her pills and stuff like fucking cookie dough. Well, I'm glad you're doing good, man. Say hi to your stepdaddy and mommy for me. And mm -mm. <laughs> not gonna. I might. I'll say to my stepdad for you. Uh, yeah. My daddy. stepmom actually. Stepdaddy. Stepdaddy. Yeah. Has, hey, tweet at us for this episode. Hashtag stepdaddy. Daddies are popular right now. Really? Just in life, the word daddy, I feel like, is having a pretty good comeback. Thanks for having me, Ari. It's at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. The so podcast is about last night. All my tour dates at adamraycomedy.com. Um, I'm on a couple cartoons right now. Shira on uh, Netflix through DreamWorks. Uh, and, wow. Um, a wow. lot of name dropping there. Netflix. You didn't need to say the product DreamWorks. Well, you at least I'm on there. For it's a, on Netflix, but you had to drop that it was made by DreamWorks. For so sure. Like, that matters. Hey, relax. DreamWorks made Shrek and Madagascar, if you're familiar. Yeah. Also, I'm on Netflix for cartoons, not for stand-up. So I feel like I uh, I got to take it where not I can yet. get it. I like that. But no, I, my brother works for the Netflix stand-up department. You got to be so famous to get a Netflix stand-up special right now. <sighs> Taylor Thomason got one. She's not super famous. Yeah, but you're a straight white guy. It's so tough, huh? Yeah, it's a little. It's it's. I've had know. so many. Here's again how how you you know when you know the dial starting to get turned in your favor. I, you know it's. It, I think it was Barry Katz actually. He said to me once where he was like, when you're crushing, you're at all these rooms and you're just, you're crushing 10 times in a row. Yeah. I heard him say that thing. Yeah. When you're the best 10 times in a row. Yeah. And I, I, uh, you know, I, I feel a good spot to where I, I, 
I'm bringing it every time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know what I'm doing and I know. Yeah, you're a pro. Yeah. And uh, and also just, again, getting to a point where I like what I'm talking about. I like who I am on stage, I which, again, takes two years ago, I felt like I liked that. I like it even more now, but just from all the reps and the experience and the, you know, whatever. But uh, But more people in the last year than other years asking, you know, the whole like, when's your thing? When's that? And you try to take that in and go, okay, cool. It's not thousands. So then you go, that's probably also why maybe it's not happening, but you know, it's tough to not chalk it up and go, cause my heart does want to go, Oh, I'm a straight white dude. And you hear what they say, but then I try to turn it on myself and go, yeah, but if you're, if you're dope, you should break through and get to the right spot. Well, For me, it's just like, uh, my goals have changed when I started stand up. Yeah. I was like, I want to do whatever I want to do. New faces. I want to do a late night yeah. set and I want to do all these things. And now it's like, yeah, those things would have been cool or it would be cool. And they are still a little, Oh, benchmarks. Yeah, and there's still benchmarks, and it's not that I don't Sorry, want those things. Me. What's the? Uh, but now I go. Dreams. I just want to make it on my. You yes. know, I just want to get a following and yes. do this for do what I love to do. Well, the outline has changed, and you don't have to. There's no. There's not a blueprint like there was, so you you can create your own path, and you're right. doing that. But there are still. I mean, look at a guy like Andrew Schultz, who's uh, truly just not using the industry and using his so, resources to yeah. to grow. And you don't have to, and Rogan even too, like he's not fucking with TV shows and movies or stuff. He's just in his lane and doing that and reaping all the benefits. Exactly. But that's what he wants. But guess what? If he wanted to, but using Netflix for standup and stuff like that, but if you wanted to probably go into Netflix and be like, Hey, I want a TV, I want want a TV show or I want to, and Burr's doing that. I want to produce the thing. I want to do anything that he wants. Yeah. Which is kind of, seems like making it so you, making it so you, you, they feel like you don't need them. And then they're like, but we need you now. Exactly. That's when they want you. Yeah. Oh, if you, do you like it? But that being uh, said, can your brother help me get a a 30? You're in. Hey, consider it done. Does he know who I am? I'm sure he knows who you are. Um, Do you like it when your girlfriend calls you daddy during lovemaking? Thanks for having me, bud. You're welcome. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, bud. Bye. You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.